0: we're just going to jump right in because we always forget so let's so we don't it. forget i'm rachel greenstein with my co-host as always naomi gross this is sporty spice and we have the lovely kendra middleton here today Hi. she's a sports reporter in the new england area who got to go to the super bowl this year yeah, that was, pretty that was pretty awesome cool. why don't you tell us a little bit about that
1: Um, Yeah, so I work for a network called the New England Sports Network. I'm a freelancer for them. And then I also do some stuff with ESPN with the University of Massachusetts at Lowell. Um, I work in radio for New Hampshire radio for sports. um, And this year with my TV show that I host on Nesson. I got to go to the Super Bowl and cover kind of the pregame and nightlife down there, partied with the Gronks, played some volleyball with the Gronks, um, interviewed Doug Flutie, went to his charity party, um, ate some really good food. I had like a really, can I swear on here? I don't really know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, okay, cool. I had a really kick-ass cannoli, which was really good. It was like a key lime cannoli. And so I'm from Florida. So that's like a super weakness of mine is anything key lime. And the fact that I was home and got one was even better. Nice. Um, But yeah, Tampa was fun. Great. Probably my second favorite city in florida outside of jacksonville just because that's where i'm from um but i'm not a huge miami orlando person which shocks a lot of people because i think a lot of people are like oh disney or oh partying which just isn't really me and it was cool to see like tom brady and gronk and all those guys down there after working in new england and being from florida which was nice um but yeah like the super bowl was awesome it was you know everything you ever dream of in this industry i guess
0: yeah. I was here for the food content that you looked yes. like you were eating the greatest food ever. I was just like, okay, like I'm a jealous from a sports perspective, but I'm also more jealous from the food perspective.
1: <laughs> yeah. We always get really, really good food because a, we're basically like a, people call us kind of like a late night Food and sports show because we are on a sports network so we do interview like a lot of I mean like I've covered Patriots charity events um James White's charity event stuff at Gillette all that kind of stuff but we also mix in food which is awesome somehow those two just wind up crossing which is nice I gotta (laughs) say though that cannoli was probably my favorite thing I've ever had on the show that that, That, or one time I had some really good cheese grits And I'm a sucker for grits. So those were really good. That's such a Southern thing. But the cheese thing is so
0: Midwestern too. I was
2: just going to say, like, I don't think I've ever had grits in my entire life.
0: It's like oatmeal, isn't it? No, no. It's a different texture. I know that. But isn't it like a similar concept?
1: No, it's like, (laughs) um, it's like
0: wow, Look how offended we just made (laughs) it.
1: Um, yeah, I gotta go. No, I'm just kidding. Oh
0: my God, I will, All right, fuck you guys, I'm out.
1: I will actually, if you guys can't find grits, I have an emergency jar up here because they're really hard to find. And my mom mailed me a ton for Christmas. So if you guys can't find any, I will actually mail you some and instructions on how to make them because it's so worth it. Oh so my God, just, I like, love that. What are they? Is it like, can, it's like, like, what is this? It's like corn meal. It's... I mean, I understand, like, the oatmeal take. It just makes my insides, like, want to fall out of my body. <laughs> but it's, like, kind of the mad if oatmeal was, like, this sounds, like, literally gritty. Like, that's why they're called, like, yeah, like, but they're, like, salty and cheesy and delicious and creamy. And- oh, the What you're word. describing
0: cool. it almost makes it sound like ground-up saltines.
1: <laughs> it's... <laughs> My great-grandmother is rolling over in her grave <laughs> right now at me trying to explain this, but I
0: swear to God, it's so good. All right, I will take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. I will definitely try grits, and I'm going to take a video of myself trying it just for you. You have to
1: make them cheesy, though. Oh, of course.
0: That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. You have you to have, have Waffle House. Grits.
1: Yeah, I've had Waffle House before. Okay, if you ever, if you get to go to Waffle House, get their grits. They're good.
0: Okay, I'll keep them. You know, I should have stopped at like the Waffle Houses I passed when I was driving to Minnesota because that's like a 22 and a half hour drive. Have you never been? No, I have been. It was just like, we didn't really want to like stop and eat just because like it's such a long ass drive that we were just like, we want to get this done as soon as possible.
2: So my I did favorite pass.
0: We passed a lot of Waffle Houses
1: and a lot of Cracker Barrels. (laughs) Cracker Barrel is also so good. Yeah, so there's no Cracker Barrels east of or west of Flagstaff, Arizona because of earthquakes, which I think is electric. I don't understand the correlation there. Yeah, because have you ever been to a Cracker Barrel? No. Okay, well, they basically hang like old school like southern weapons and stuff on the oh wall, just like knives and axes and if the walls shake like that stuff would it's literally just, like, someone's getting stabbed yeah but I, I think that that's so cool like I've gone to the uh the Cracker brown that's the furthest west in the country so it's pretty
0: metal that's
1: so pretty metal. So metal fun fact yeah it was a great time
0: Oh my god, I love that! I love that they can't. It's a hazard to have it in a certain location because there's all these weapons on the wall. Yeah,
1: yeah. But Waffle House is the best restaurant that ever existed. If someone was like, "I will take you to the most fine dining restaurant right now, all expenses paid," or we can go to Waffle House, I will take Waffle House a million times out of a million. I love that. I know. I know what I get every time.
0: That's like, I went to the diner yesterday with my dad. He also keeps yelling at me for calling him out on every single podcast, but you know, why stop now? Hi, my <laughs> Rachel's dad. <Yeah>. No. Um, <laughs> he's going to be like, why did you do that again? But anyway, we were at the diner the other day, you know, in the diners, especially in New York, like the, the menus are like a million pages. It's like from like Shit's Creek where they're sitting there and they're all like folding out the menu and they're like overlapping with each other. And he's like, why are you even looking at it? You
1: get the same thing every single time. I've said this once and I'll say it a million times until I'm blue in the face my number one problem with New England is that there are no diners no late night diners none of that and it's New England diner food is just different it's from what I'm used to I guess like people up here think it's normal but I'm used to like biscuits and gravy and grits and all that stuff and it's just not the same here that's so disappointing I can't dip carbs and carbs I don't want it (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's a mood that's like i go to like i don't even know like they'll be like oh you want like a side of an apple i'm like no give me all the bread you possibly have yep i, I just will eat an entire t- baguette of bread mm-hmm.
1: yep me just too just by myself <laughs> i always get full on dinner of the bread baskets before the food even comes out yeah me too. i'm like um can you refill this please yep me too <laughs> oh, kick factory the brown bread <gasps> I almost I okay I'm having like a spiritual moment I drove past a cheesecake factory today and I parked my car and sat there and contemplated going in for a solid 10 minutes <laughs> but then I realized that it would be really weird to get a beer at like 10 in the morning from a cheesecake factory so I went to the bar instead. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my so
2: you're on <laughs> okay that's that fair you for that you know i feel like that's completely valid i think it's yeah. five o'clock somewhere that's the golden rule right so baseballs out beers out rule. exactly like you can't watch a sport without a beer
0: in hand it's
1: Heck just no. that's not the American. after this hmm? i said i'm about to have a miller light after this <laughs> there you go Love <laughs> every single <For> podcast <Amazing>.
2: So, who's your favorite baseball team? Is the Red Sox?
1: No, I'm actually a Giants fan. How about? Um, okay, so I talked to this on I was on the other day. So I you guys know that meme of Charlie Day in that movie with Jennifer Aniston and stuff when he's got like the Sharpie and he's like cracked out like trying to explain something on the whiteboard. I feel like that's me trying to explain everywhere that I've lived. Um, <laughs> or like when he's
0: trying to figure out oh, yes, and Sylvia like, and then it's
1: always sunny. <laughs> there is no Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> so I was born in Jacksonville, moved to California in my teenage years. Um, was out there for a little bit, interned for four pros sports teams out there. Um, I was with Intercom and covered the Stanley Cup and that kind of stuff, which was pretty cool and then um, went to Auburn for two years and then transferred to the University of New Hampshire, graduated from there, and now I'm working in the Boston market. So when I was out there, I was actually with the Warriors, the Raiders, the A's, and the Sharks, but my office was <laughs> located right downtown, two blocks from Giant Stadium, even though we were with the A's. So I used to go fill out scorecards there, boxcards, all that kind of stuff, and watch games because I could walk. And it was so... If this is the street that I worked on, this is my office, this was the stadium, and this was my train st- my train stop home all within like a mile. So it was perfect. That's perfect. Walk past the stadium on work or on my way to work and then walk past it on the way home, stop, go to a game and then catch the last train home.
0: That's ideal. That's Great. the move. Mm-hmm. That is the move. Yeah, speaking of the San Jose Sharks, we just had uh, Curtis Gabriel on the other day. Yeah, so, I saw uh, that. That's so cool. Congrats, y'all. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. She, he's a great dude. But Patty Marlowe with his uh, uh, with yeah. the most NHL games played in history. That's insane to me. Crazy. I don't even
1: know who's n- potentially next. Do Gordie you?
0: Howell.
1: No, no, no. I mean, to catching either of them.
0: Oh, I have I would assume someone like Ovechkin. Yeah, it has yeah. been in the league since he was like seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I know, know. that yeah.
0: is a name that one recognizes.
1: <laughs> like Yarmir Yager has to be up there too. Like he's just, still oh, going in the I, like, in the I check know. Movie. I don't know how. Watching. Like, <laughs> I don't know he's it's crazy. Go, I love him. Crazy. I remember when I was like a little kid and he was playing, it's just insane. But yeah, I I'm curious. We should look that up who's next behind those two because I would be curious to know who would potentially be approaching that maybe Joe Thornton actually yeah I know I was just actually thinking that too but I mean I am he's retiring after this year correct that's what he says but he said that like last year too (laughs) I just don't see the team being good enough next year for him to stay so
0: yeah yeah he like we had a Paralympic sled hockey player come on and we did talk about Joe Thornton how he went to go chase a cup with the most cursed team in the NHL. Um, cursed city, kind of. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so yeah, uh, the still active player who's next in line other than Yager, but like in the NHL is Joe Thornton. Yep. He's at 1,669 games. Nice. Yeah, that's insane. And Mark Messier's number three with uh, 1,756 games played. But Joe, or no, Patrick Marlowe's next game will break Gordie Howe's record for most games played, which is mind-boggling to me. I can't imagine the stress that has been put on this man's body his entire career. And he's a tough dude, too. Yeah,
1: Yeah. who was it a couple Stanley Cups ago when they played the Pens? Someone played with a torn ACL and like two fractured ribs for the whole series. Oh, oh
0: Patrice Bergeron. Yeah. He pe- He punctured oh, a yeah, lung
1: was and it had was like three oh, broken yeah. ribs and broken. like,
0: yeah, it was crazy.
1: I don't know why I thought that it was the Sharks Cup, but you're right. It was Patrice Bergeron. I should know that. I work here. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. That was like 2013, I think. Hockey players are built different.
0: yeah. Yeah. And that is actually something we talk about a lot is like toughness culture and stuff like that. Because like, yeah, hockey players are definitely a different breed and they just put themselves through total hell. But like, it just can't be good for them in the long run.
1: Yeah. They're also kind of crazy how close they are with one another. It's a little freaky sometimes. They're so comfortable with each other.
0: Oh yes, they are. They're, and it even not even just like on the high up professional level, like it's just all through hockey, they're all just like obsessed with each other.
1: Wild, yeah. It's it's something. I mean, obviously, until I got to college, I wasn't really. I don't want to say intimate because that sounds creepy and un, like not. <laughs> what I'm trying to say but you're not as intimate with the teams when you work at a professional level whereas when you're in college you guys are kind of yeah like it's like
0: a different viewpoint
1: yeah exactly so it's like you really see how they are with one another and sometimes it's chaos yep but we had some really cool people come to UNHWC obviously the Reams all went there um Trevor was is kicking ass still. So that's fun. Um, Brendan was there. He was probably one of like my closer friends on the team for a little bit until he transferred. Um, he was probably like my first friend. Yeah. He was like my first friend. Um, that I think I made on the team at UNH I'm pretty sure. Um, but we had some really cool people come through. I've heard stories of them because our concerts at school were always in our hockey arena so anytime anyone would come and obviously the country artists really love hockey so they would go party in the hockey locker room I know I'm not supposed to say that Uh, (laughs) nobody's supposed to know but I know that that happened (laughs) um (laughs) it it was was cool like it's a good time going to school up north for the end of my career was really cool because covering hockey at Auburn was just not the same it was like the club and I was taking pictures and opening a penalty box and talking about the team all at once so it was just a lot. you, of- <laughs> you just
0: did every single job short of officiating
1: oh yeah I was a <laughs> hockey hostess aka I was UNH or not UNH Auburn's hockey's bitch which was great. <laughs> um but yeah it was it was a good time it was definitely different going from D3 club to the best division yeah. In hockey
0: yeah yeah I'm sure I mean Naomi and I both went to Schools that have absolutely dominated in yep. hockey. I mean, this past year alone, both the yeah. men and women's teams that were fighting for the number one spot. Oh, yeah. Is- and actually next week spoiler alert we're having a go for women's hockey player come on she's right. ready to tear the NCAA a new one and I'm so ready for that that's awesome yeah
1: I got to interview Charlie Coyle over the summer so that was pretty cool I saw that I was like oh Charles yeah he's cute his girlfriend's even cuter I kind of am obsessed with them and their dog um, oh their dog is so cute I love all the hockey dogs I fangirled one time so hard I so this summer I interviewed Charlie. And his girlfriend was there. And then I was walking um, in Boston a couple of weeks ago and walked past her and their dog. And I was so, so starstruck by their dog that I was like, don't be a fangirl. Don't be a fangirl. Don't be like, you're Charlie Coyle's girlfriend. Can I please pet your dog? Like, please don't do that. But I like literally had to stand from afar and just stare. And I'm pretty sure she thought that I was like some crazy creep, but I just really, really wanted to pet Bodie.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, there's some hockey dogs that I would instantly recognize.
1: <laughs> I know. It, like, I just I would I follow him on Instagram. Like I'm just I I swear <laughs> to God I'm not like a crazy creep. I just really love their golden retriever. <laughs>
0: no, that's like I follow Matt Murray's two dogs on
1: Instagram. Yeah, it's like dogs I feel like are celebrities in 2021. Like I get more starstruck. If I could meet like, you know, the Ow-ow-ow-at dog from TikTok.
0: I don't have TikTok.
1: <laughs> no, there's I know, this we're dog, the worst. and it's like a super super old rescue Chihuahua. And this guy will always be like, "Pudge, like, how do you feel?" And dog just is always like, a about everything. And I think that I would give an internal organ on the black market to meet <sighs> that dog. That's like, um, you know, the dog tuna um yes the one with the overbite I love tuna any celebrity dog name you drop I got you
0: yeah yeah Marnie the dog toast oh my god I I can't Jackson's gonna um, get
1: jealous
0: (laughs) yeah but this is a good segue because in honor of the passing of Sparkman yesterday morning I did want to talk about how recently the NHL has been getting really big on like getting dogs as puppies and training them to be service dogs, which I think is totally awesome. Um, But I do think, aside from the obvious of how great it is that they're doing this for pretty much charity, I think that there's an underlying positivity to it within the team. Cause I mean, these guys, especially last year when they were in the bubble, they're away from their families for most of the year. Like they're away from their dogs, like they're away from their girlfriends, their wives their children all that stuff but I think just having a dog around does so much more than like people even realize and yeah I just like Barkley oh oh my god I love all the dogs
1: (laughs) yeah I mean even when I was in college during finals week any kind of midterms or anything you know kids are leaving their like family homes for the first time, and their dogs and their siblings and their parents and all that kind of stuff. So during finals, midterms, any stressful situation on campus, they would always bring all the local service dogs to the library while kids would study and they would have them there for a few hours. And then every Wednesday they were at our workout facility in college, which was really cool. UNH was really great about that. And I can't tell you how many people that I talked to just petting me. Like I would literally, like I, I would go just to see the dogs. It's not like, I mean, I have a dog myself. It's not like I needed a service animal or anything. I was just like, I'm going to go pet the 45 gold retrievers on campus today. Um, but the people that I would talk to, they would just be like, you know, I just missed my childhood dog. Um, he's getting older, or my parents just got a puppy, and I just really need that kind of connection or that interaction. It makes the most difference in kids that are struggling to get through any sort of stuff at school or these changes in life. And that process that they're going through at school, it's just, I think that people don't realize, and I'm hoping the NHL can kind of help that stigma with everything that they're doing.
0: Yeah, I agree. Because I mean, not only I don't know if Wisconsin also did this, but Minnesota every single week we had all these different animals, and honestly, one of the greatest ones was we had chickens. There were these fluffy chickens or these, like, mini, mini horses, which was amazing. One was named, like, Dr. Pepper or something. I don't, oh, my God, it was fantastic. There were these fluffy little, bless you, there were these fluffy little chickens running around, but I think, like, at that level, especially when you're in college and you're, like, especially when you're first going away for the first time, it's easy to associate those things but I feel like as you get older and like get more professional it's easy to let those things slip away from your mind, or making that connection and yeah I'm definitely curious to see if the NHL is going to definitely start getting like the players a little more involved because it it's definitely so beneficial in so many different ways and you know, like even just the guys who are recovering from injuries, like yeah. you know, still keeps them active, keeps them engaged, gives them this connection, and it's it's so important for mental health too. You yeah. need that release, especially in such a high uh, suspense and pressure atmosphere. It's so, Naomi,
1: you were a Wisconsin girl. Hmm. Okay, my cousin is an athlete at Wisconsin, and my other cousin is on scholarship at Edgewood.
2: Oh, no way. Yeah, that's right in Madison.
1: Yeah, right so you're, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, one of my cousins um, is a wrestler, football player there. And then I'm sure you've seen my other cousin out. She's unmistakably gorgeous. So I will have to connect you two. That's so funny. Are you still in school there?
2: No, actually, I graduated just about a year ago, but.
1: Oh, no, wait, me too. That's awesome. Yep. yep. Yeah, I think that. Yeah. The pandemic
2: class. Love that class. Yeah. <laughs> I'm planning to go back to Madison I think next month so I'm very excited for that it's so nice in the summer like the Midwest is
0: that's where my mom's from yeah Mm -hmm. I mean I was in Minnesota for like two weeks in June once and I died I died I was like how guys have both dreams it's not fair that's like how can you get to like negative 30
1: degrees and then get to like 110 all week when my, um, my mom's from possible which is super close to madison
2: oh very cool yeah i was just gonna yeah. say that um in wisconsin there's like three months of absolute perfection like couldn't get better perfect weather low humidity it's like march walking. april may
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then the rest yeah. of here is trash so that <laughs> is how i would describe the midwest yep.
1: yeah but where are you from originally i'm from dc Oh, okay cool yeah all right all East coasters yeah pretty much <laughs> so are you a
2: Caps fan I hockey is not my sport I'm a i am I was gonna thing. say fan is a strong word but for Naomi's if association I, with well, hockey if I, if I had to have a hockey team it would be the Caps and I know at least one player
1: okay perfect she recognized Ovechkin she knew that all <laughs> yeah, right so what's your sport soccer Soccer, nice. Love that. So hockey and soccer, perfect. Yeah, right. They're a pretty good match. Yeah, you guys yeah, are I'm doing-
0: surprised that you didn't say sharks so though, because of Curtis. Curtis get you promised Curtis you would get into hockey. I
2: love. Um, yeah, no, it's really interesting because Rachel will bring on guests and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then I'll bring on guests, and I mean I'm gonna bring on definitely some soccer people in the future, and I'm just ready for Rachel to sit there and just listen. Just like fun little. <laughs> observation learning experience um I I play FIFA I play FIFA (laughs) I'm technically a pro at this point it's like the same thing yeah of course right no I mean I I like the hockey fights and I'm trying to transition into a little bit more than that but I couldn't tell you when hockey season is is it the winter when it's cold and there's ice yeah well it goes into summer early summer
1: the playoffs do, yeah. Yeah, right. so it's like
2: it's like
0: the preseason September, and then the playoff season ends in early to mid June.
2: Okay, well, so it's like
0: 182 games. It's crazy.
2: You let me know when it starts. You let me know when it starts, and I'll pay attention. It the started. The playoffs
1: are the best playoffs in sports. It doesn't matter Word. if you like <laughs> hockey or not. My, I, all my southern friends, even who don't give a shit about hockey, love the Stanley Cup playoffs. It is- There's no et- intensity that matches it. It's insane. It's sheer insanity, especially two it. years ago. <laughs> That's how you can get into it. You don't have to start now, but Stanley Cup playoff time, you got you got to be in. All right. Yeah well
0: we were actually living yeah. together during that one really crazy playoffs two years ago when the Bolts got swept in the first round and she would just come home to the apartment just me laying on the floor like clutching a whole bottle of
1: wine. <laughs> like, My roommate in college was a Bolts fan too. Oh long suffering yeah but. Now you guys got Go- two though you got two <laughs> trophies at one time so. Exa-
0: well that's how it, I feel like that's how it goes with sports you know like if one team wins, then like a different team in the same city is going to win. Yep.
1: yep. The Bay Area,
0: New England, all the same. Well, I mean, at this point, the Bucks are, are, are the Patriots.
1: Well, and the Rays almost won last year, too. It was almost three in one city at the same time, and they just wound up losing to the Dodgers. So and you're just like, well. Well, and then okay too, LA. So you have the Dodgers and the Lakers at the same time, and right half's LA, half's Tampa. So there you go. Point proven. Yep, that's crazy. It's insanity, Naomi. I'm holding you to it. You
0: are. Yeah, me too. Getting into hockey. Yeah, Kendra's that's now good. now committed to this as well.
2: She's now invested. Now you've promised three people. That's great. Yeah, no, it's a little difficult. There's you know, soccer has a bunch of different leagues. And I watch like, the Premier League, the Champions League, and there's this whole other controversy right now with the new, like, European League that's starting. And I'm not going to bore you with it because I'm sure. Oh, no,
1: I'm I'm all in on soccer. I'm a Bayern Munich fan, so.
2: Oh, this is fun information, yes. Okay, Rachel, be yeah. quiet. Go sit in the corner. I have oh. a Chelsea jersey.
1: So, this summer's the Olympics. <laughs> Her face. <laughs> Do you like soccer in the Olympics? Rachel, is that, you? or is this for
2: me? Um, Yeah, Yeah. I- I, I watch the women's national team. Um. I don't know. I, I definitely am not as passionate about the Olympics as I am about like World Cup soccer, but a dabble. Okay. I dabble. Okay. Yeah, I was going to ask like, how
0: how does the Olympic soccer really differ that much from World Cup in terms of like representing your country?
2: Well, I would just say, and this is like my perspective, I think the World Cup is just the most competitive soccer tournament on an um, international scale in the world. So the Olympics is just kind of like, the thing that goes in between that, that is almost like a placeholder, but also, you know, huge honor because it's the Olympics and obviously a lot of people are watching, but I think soccer, it, it's more focused um, I, I would say the World Cup is just like a step ahead, at least in my opinion.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like the World Cup is less political and it's more about just Yeah. Yeah, totally. And uh, the world cup is the most watched sporting event in the world every four years. Yeah. Yeah, Even I watch it. Yeah. Every time. (laughs) Well, it's soccer is a global sport. It's the most followed sport in the world, I think next to baseball. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just different. The hype around it's different. Um, I feel like there's a lot more representation and it's just soccer as an entity of itself. Whereas the Olympics kind of takes not only politics of like on like a global scale to another level, but it takes the attention kind of off of just the soccer and puts it on everything else. Whereas the world cup just kind of lets like the world's most popular sport shine. And I think that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would love to see the intensity of soccer games at like hockey games. I mean, hockey games get kind of intense, but they're nowhere
1: near as insane as the crowds at soccer games. Totally. The fact that of Vuvuzela was banned from every stadium in the United States because of soccer in another country is crazy too. I think that's hysterical. Awesome. Could you imagine? <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> oh my God, you guys are so annoying. You can't have nice things. Yeah, people are so <laughs> serious about soccer abroad.
2: Yeah, definitely. If you go to like an MLS game here, it's just not the same. Like I used to work at DC United. Nope. And- and- yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I no, mean, no, go ahead. It's definitely, like, a, a good atmosphere, a fun atmosphere, but I would say MLS games are, like, a family-fun atmosphere. You go to soccer in the yeah. U.K., like, I went to a Chelsea, Wolverhampton. Don't bring your kids. Yeah, you. that's, like, no. not – that's not, like, a family environment. Like, you have people in front of you just, like, slosh out of their minds, like, screaming death threats at other people. Like, that's – it's just a very different environment, which I love, and I like the death threats. So like, that's definitely more my scene, but um, I can see how kids – Kids would not thrive right there, so.
1: Kids would not <laughs> gel in that. <laughs> not They've quite. also tried to bring, you know, I think a couple years ago in Michigan or Chicago, like 2014, 2015 time, they tried to bring a turn, the Guinness Cup maybe over here um, with like, they had like Manchester United in the game. I think Chelsea might have been in it and all that kind of stuff. And it just was not the same.
0: Yeah. 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 It's just not the same intent. Although soccer is definitely growing in the United States. I mean, everyone and their mother played soccer growing up except for me and my brother because we're just special apparently. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> and we're not good at soccer either. <laughs> it's one of those things that like if you don't learn how to play soccer when you're like super young, there's like no point because you'll never catch up. Like I think yeah. I first kicked a ball when I was like 3. And so I think that that's kind of like a very unfair advantage. Um, And I know that at least here, women tend to start, you know, like as girls, like when they're at a very young age too. And that's kind of why our soccer has been better, at least on the women's side than a lot of other places. And now that's changing. And so us winning the World Cup every year and the Olympics and all that's about to stop. Like, keep this new Olympics and World Cup coming up because France, Germany, Sweden, France for sure the Mm, development
1: in other countries just is not the same as far as like us compared to men but our development for women's teams has been a lot better than other countries but just the fact that they are so soccer all the time from a young age really puts them at an advantage. Mm -hmm. I also
0: think that's why that like soccer and hockey go well together because like you gotta start immediately if you want to get good at it. Like it's not something you could just pick up one day.
2: Not at all. I I mean
0: I think that spans across all sports though like you know basketball, football but like you know what I mean? Like it's not that hard to figure out how to hit a baseball. Like it is. No, it definitely is. (laughs) I mean but, but like practice as an age like it's not the same as like you know you're learning to walk and dribble at the same time. Like it's not going to be as much as a lag, I feel like, in different sports if you pick it up later versus
1: Maybe like- tall. I don't know tall. what Yeah. I mean, I grew up, I'm a black belt and I grew up in martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like with the training available now, a lot of these people think that they can fight, which is true in certain instances. Um, but yeah, I feel like fighting is like the only exception to that rule. Yeah.
2: yeah Yeah. I was thinking about other exceptions to that rule, and I was thinking maybe like golf like I feel like golf is one of those things that maybe you pick up in your older years or I know a lot of people pick up tennis kind of as they age because it's one of those things that you can continue to do as you get older and I'm trying to transition maybe into a older person sport because I played spike ball this past weekend and my body the next day like I felt like I got hit by a train like (laughs) I messed around for a couple hours with my friend playing have you guys played spike ball i've seen people play it but i've never played it myself no it is so much fun like i'm a real competitive person so like most things that are competitive are fun for me but everyone's just like throwing their bodies on the ground and i realize that that is not something i can keep doing as i age like a fine wine um (laughs) yeah i have to transition into one of those more low-key less collision contactee type sports
0: tennis is the way to go
2: we are running out of time but Kendra
0: before we run out of time I need to hear about these crazy men all up on your social media
1: (laughs) I got an unsolicited dick pic at 3 a.m the other morning from a man named Dale and that was a great time but today this guy sent me like four strings of tweets Pouring his heart out to me on Twitter and talking about how he didn't mean to slide in my DM. He, he didn't actually add to me. It out. I have okay, less than a minute. Oh my God. Um uh,
2: I can just call you back, girl. You're good. You don't have to write. Okay.
1: Nope, I'm not gonna be able to find it in time, but if this is gonna go, I will send you screenshots. Thanks for having me on. It's been a really good time. Um, but I will send you screenshots so you can share it.
0: Yes, we need to see those. Those will be in the promo. I promise that. Oh, you got to cut his
1: name out though. Oh yeah. hundred
0: percent. hundred (laughs) percent. Got you on that. Well, thank you, Kendra. It's been amazing. Thank you for joining us. Uh, this will come out on Wednesday. Perfect. Bye. 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 Lots of love.